I'm back, baby. That's right. I'm washing my hair again. But not washing my hair with just anything. There's only one product I will put in my hair, and it's made by Modern Mammals. Head over to modernmammals.com slash pages slash LSS for 10% off with promo code LSS. For a long time, I completely swore off shampoo. It leaves your hair dry, overly fluffy, unmanageable, and just not looking great. There's a bunch of leftover residue in that stuff too, and it just robs your hair of its natural oils and throws off the pH balance. Modern Mammals just doesn't do that. My hair feels brand new every time I use it, and it's been a complete game changer for me. But you know what? Don't just take my word for it either. Head over to their website, read the reviews. This stuff really is awesome. You're going to feel the difference, and people are going to notice the difference as well. So head over to modernmammals.com slash pages slash LSS and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's modernmammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use that promo code LSS so they know I sent you. And remember, supporting our sponsors is supporting me. Another episode of the new noise. Welcome. I'm going to call Mike right now. We're going to get him on the phone and we're going to talk about new music and other fun, nice things. Shane, I am recording. Mike, Mike hit the record button this time. Good I'm job. Looking at it, it's, it's moving going? across the screen. It's recording the waveforms. <laughs> yes, it is a sight. A thing to behold. It's a thing of beauty. We, yeah. So, um, this is our first ever do over episode. Um, we've done yeah. this show for a while now, and we've, we've never had a full do over. We've had partial. Yes, we had a. We, this is a full do over. So this is. I don't know if this is going to make this episode better or worse. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe we've had a little time to coalesce our thoughts, think about what we said. You know, right? Who knows? It, it might be. Might be better. Um, but yes, full disclosure, we've already done the episode. I just had a little issue with the recording button. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, you know, three years in doing this, I'm allowed to forget it once every three years. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, I've forgotten in the past um, on the main podcast. Oh, yeah. It's happened to me a couple times. So, hey, no harm, no foul. We're here. Uh, I'm here sitting in Ottawa, Ontario, starting our tour, which is exciting. Starts today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, real excited for this one with um, my band Silverstein headlining Dayseeker, Sea Space Cowboy, and One Step Closer on the bill. Pretty sick. Of course. Hella cool. Pretty sick. And you know, us being a day late, recording, we recorded last night originally. Well, Shane recorded. <laughs> uh, 
it's gotten us some more news. Oh, wow. It's actually okay. pretty big news. Um, so let's just start it off with this because I think this is super cool. Power Trip Festival. Saw that, yeah. Out in India or Indio, California. I think that's how you pronounce that. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's where Coachella is, I think. Yeah, so Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden on Friday, ACDC, Ozzy on Saturday, Metallica and Tool on Sunday. I don't know if there's other bands or if it's just two bands playing a day, <laughs> uh, but it seems pretty cool. Yeah, like do they need other bands? Um, I don't think so, but it would be nice. It's crazy, right? Like I don't think there's ever been a rock festival that huge. Maybe ever. Yeah. I mean, like aside from the big four tour, maybe, but Mm. even then, no, no. I'd say no. Cause I don't know. This is literally the biggest, all of the biggest rock bands in the world. There's no one missing. Like except for queen, but obviously Um, that's not, that's not. You know, can't do that, really. Kiss? Not the same. Nah, I wouldn't say kiss. No, wouldn't say. Mm. Wouldn't say. I wouldn't say, mm. but no, absolutely insane. Um, Yeah, that's... When is it? Uh, October. Okay. So it should be pretty decent. Yeah, absolutely. I think our tickets go on sale next week, so yeah, good luck with that. For sure. <laughs> uh, some other tours got announced. One that I know every one of our listeners is going to go to. Uh, Godsmack taking out Stained. Yeah, that's that sounds like our core demographic here. Yeah. Uh, it really is, you know. It's been a while since they toured together. Oh, shit. Uh, no, I <laughs> I actually have a friend that is going to be working on that tour, so he'll report back to me. Mm-hmm. I'll get all the inside uh, scoop on everything that goes on, on behind, behind the scenes on a Godsmack tour. I mean, I'm sure it's a great tour. I'm sure it's a clean production, right? Oh, I'm sure. Um, like once you get to becoming a band that big, like everybody's a professional. And I think you just, you kind of roll with the punches and do it. Totally. And it's a great tour for everybody who wants to be on it. And like, I used to hate on Godsmack a little bit when they were a newer band, but mm-hmm. they're actually their new stuff. Like when I hear it on the radio, I'm like, this is actually pretty good. Like I think that band's gotten yeah. a lot better. Yeah. I don't hate it. Have they gotten better or have your tastes matured and become more boomer-esque. No, because I still don't really like the old stuff. Okay, good. So there you go. Uh, another huge tour, also playing some big amphitheaters. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold taking out Alexis on Fire. Yeah. Interesting choice of support. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, not not what you'd expect. Obviously, you know, Alexis on Fire, not really like a full-time band with, uh, with City and Color, you know, Dallas Green's uh, side project which we'll talk about later. Yep. Um, you know, so that I thought that was a little bit of a strange bill, but it is Avenged Sevenfold and they could do whatever they want and they're probably just big fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, I think it works, right? It's a little bit different. You'll have a good time. I mean, both super talented bands. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, another tour for the black metal fans, Venom Inc., uh, not a rare tour, but not a common tour either. Coming to the States with Exhumed, Acid Witch, Enforcer, uh, and one other band I forget off the top of my head. Uh, but that'll be a lot of fun. There you go. And the weird tour we talked about yesterday, which I still think is weird, even though it's been rattling around in my brain. The Amity Affliction, Taking Out Can't Swim, Normal So Far, yep. Omerta Opening Up. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it is weird. I mean, Omerta, I still like don't know if... Like, I don't think that many people know about this band yet, right? Like, it's still pretty new. They should. (laughs) Yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of people coming out early to see Amity, get a good spot in the front, and and they get to... I don't know if they're ready for that. (laughs) We'll see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That we will. It'll be fun either way. Absolutely. Um, And then some other new news. Um, 
not a tour, not really. It's kind of just adjacent, right? Um, you being from Toronto. Yeah. Did you ever watch or play Scott Pogram versus the world? I saw the movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, their Netflix is making a Scott Pilgrim anime. Okay. And what is cool about this is that they're obviously like a lot of punk influence and stuff like that. It's cool. They're bringing back the entire OG cast from the movie oh, for wow. the show. Cool. Which I think is super sweet. So that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that that's really cool. That's different. You know, you don't usually, that usually doesn't happen. No, it's odd, but I like it. Yeah. Well, it's proved that that, you know, that movie's really had a cult following, you know, so. It really has. Yeah. Right on. Right on indeed. You ready to move into what we talked about last week? Yeah. Last night? Let's let's do it. Um, where do you want to start? Um, you know, let's start with hmm. I think a record that really surprised me, and I think I and you kind of talked a little bit of shit about the other one by Baby Metal. You're right. This record really surprised me, and I think that they picked the worst songs on the album to be the singles. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, I mean, I totally agree. I think, I think like this, the singles maybe grew on me a little bit too, but I, mm-hmm. I was kind of hating on the band and I was kind of saying like, Oh, the gimmicks kind of worn off and like whatever, you know? And I was sort of just feel, I was a little dismissive of this, of this record. And then I heard it yeah, and I was wrong and I can admit it. Um, this is an absolute banger of a record all the way through mm-hmm. uh, perfect length. It's not too long. Um, it doesn't kind of drone on and on on the same parts. And I thought musically, it's really cool. Like some of the, whoever's writing the music, whoever's putting this together, there's some really innovative stuff in there that you don't kind of hear every day. So yeah, I think it's a really, really solid record. Um, and I mean, I don't know if I could say the best baby metal record, but it's, it might be. I wouldn't go that far, might but be. it's really fun. Yeah, I think this entire like middle area of the record is just awesome. And I don't know. It was really weird. Like one of the songs believing because I re-listened to the album today because we talked about it yesterday. Right. Yeah. And uh, the song believing right before like the chorus, it almost sounds like that. All the things you said, all the things you said running through my head, running through my head. You know that song? Yeah. It's got that cadence and I don't know. It got me. It was catchy. Works. It's good. Catchy. It, it does work. It really does work. Uh, another record we kind of talked down on a little bit yesterday, or not yesterday, I'm stuck on yesterday now, uh, last week, uh, Death Below by August Burns Red. I think this might be my favorite, second favorite August Burns Red record. Yeah, I mean, I think that they, they took some chances on this record, um, you know, and they, they did some things a little bit differently than they have on their previous, how many records have they put out? Like nine 10, if you count something the, like that, a lot of records. Christmas one. So I thought that there were some really cool moments that, you know, you didn't really hear it in the singles. I think the singles were a little safer, which I understand mm-hmm. maybe why they would do that. But, um, but this record all the way through is really cool. I really like this song, yep. um, uh, with, with, uh, Spencer from under oath as the closing track. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a nice, a really cool way to end the, um, end the record and cool that they made that a single. So no, I think this is a solid record. I, I like the features and some of the just different, like some of the vocals and stuff are different on this record. And I think it really works. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, it was a little long and I noticed that it is long. Yeah. Uh, right before the last two songs, which were what really caught my attention on the record, honestly, uh, the song with JT and the song with Spencer, I think those are kind of the crowning achievements of the album. Right. Um, but overall it's just a fun, fun time. hundred percent. 
was a song with um whatchamacallit? Uh Jason Richardson. His solo is awesome too. It is. It's great stuff. It is. It's great. Great record. Hell yeah. Uh next up, just to kind of keep rolling with it, Fallout Boy. <laughs> well, yeah, our number one. How did we feel about so much for Stardust? So you know, this this record, man, I don't know where to start with it. I'm very conflicted. I think there are some incredible things about this record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Fall Boy is just even more cementing themselves as the best lyric writers um, in the genre. Let's just say that. Yep. Um, and if you want to call them a pop band, there's nothing close in pop music to a little lyricism that Fall Boy continues to, to put out there. I think it's amazing for that. Mm-hmm. I think the opening track of the record was also a single is like one of the best opening tracks on a fall boy period. Yep. And, um, I think there's a lot of really cool moments on this record with some of the orchestral elements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, then, then there's a part of me that I'm like, some of the songs, I just don't know if they're that great. Yep. And if they really grab me. Um, and, and I'm like really conflicted on like whether I think this record is, like up there for me as in terms of one of my favorite fall by records or if it's a little mid, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of thinking about it and it, I think it sits right around my okay. fifth favorite fallout boy record. It's, it's nothing crazy like infinity on high. It's nothing awesome. Like save rock and roll or take this to the, take this to your grave. Um, but it's a solid record. I think it's got exactly what I want from Fallout Boy with the fun lyricism and everything like that. But a lot of the instrumentals and the guitar work, it just kind of does feel phoned in and like it's just there for the sake of being there. Um, almost like some of the metalcore bands that are getting heavy again and adding like breakdowns again. And it just feels like it's forced. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't really feel that too much. I, I kind of liked the guitar playing and I, I liked some of the heavy, a little bit chuggy bits here and there. I thought that that was cool. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I would say, I mean, if we're talking favorite fall boy records for me, it's take this to your grave and it's not close, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a old and jaded Mike. So old and jaded. That's okay. I'm old and jaded. Yeah. That record's 20 years old. Can you believe that? That record, Takes Us to Your Grave, is 20 years old. It's wild. It is crazy. No, another record, turning 10 this week. This weekend, actually. Saturday. Sempaternal by Bring Me the Horizon. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Is that 10 years old? That is crazy. Yeah. Feeling old. Uh, but as far as records that don't feel old, feel very modern, very well refined. The new record, The Burden of Faith by Of Sulfur. Yeah. This thing's clean. Really good. Um, and I feel like this band, you know, we've talked about them so much and they've, you know, they're on so many tours and they're doing so well. Mm-hmm. We kind of forget that this is their debut album. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's really, really good for a debut album. Really polished, really well thought out. Um, yeah, just a complete album that people should really applaud. This is like, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. I and mean, think about what this band's going to be doing in five years. You know? Yeah. Um, Really, really exciting. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to be one of the faces kind of up and coming right up there with Enterprise Earth, Shadow of Intent, Lorna Shore, the faces of Deathcore, right? They've got their own unique flair to the their writing with the clean vocals being very kind of predominant. And I think it's just going to lead really well for them. Totally. I mean, yeah, Ricky's a great, great front man, right? Uh, and obviously 
charismatic too. So, you know, all that going into it, I think is going to be like sky's the limit for this band. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited to see where they go. Um, overall, I think the record's just an absolute blast. And, you know, there's just, it's so cool. Like, uh, what was the song you mentioned yesterday, honestly, um, with uh, Howard Jones, Light the Torch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such a sick song. It's great. Um, yeah, I love Howard. Just what a voice, man. Mm-hmm. Just the best. The GOAT. For sure. Love that one. Love the closing track with Kyle from Brand of Sacrifice and Lindsay Schoolcraft. Overall, just an absolutely banging record front to back. Really good. Really, really good. A sulfur. Uh, what else? Anything else? Oh, I wanted to mention Depeche Mode. We um, we almost forgot yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know you thought it, the record was a little mid. I personally like thought it was kind of classic Depeche Mode, and I was really impressed. The only thing I was kind of bummed on was that the single I didn't like is the first song. So I'm like, oh <laughs> no, like I'm going to have to find the groove and skip that one every time I put on the record. Yeah. I mean, there's worse things, right? <laughs> um, overall, I think it was kind of a long record. Um, and I put it on while I was doing a bunch of other stuff. So it's on my listen list still, and I'm going to pull it up again and see how we go. But yeah, overall pretty decent. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, when, when guys get into their sixties, you know, and they're still able to put out records that are pretty well thought out and pretty cool and pretty innovative. Um, but still maintain their classic sound. It's pretty impressive. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give them some credit for that. For sure. And Neablascaris, Exul. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. You hadn't gotten a chance to check it out. Did you put it on and spin it yet? I should have. I didn't. Um, should have. Oh, well. the, uh, the Lana Del Rey record bummed me out so hard. I just, I couldn't listen to music for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I know you didn't even get to that one. Yep. But um, it's, no, I, I, I will get to this record. I've, I've been reading the rave reviews about it. Um, seems like a, yeah. just a masterclass in, in technical prog, uh, prowess. So, yeah, I think that's the best way to sum it up. I mean, you're getting a very dense hour long record that is going to make you feel a little exhausted of music in a different way than Lana did. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then the CP from Jeff Goldblum. Fun. You love it? Fun. I love it. Just, it's a blast. Yeah. Just, just a blast. Um, just kind of made me smile the whole time. And I like that we include some like mm-hmm. totally out of left field stuff that isn't, you know, in the rock world, um, pop world, anything. This is, you know, but it's, I, I like that we include this because let's face it. Like I don't want to listen to, to Deathcore um, slash Lana Del Rey uh, forever. You know, I need other things. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of other things, uh, some records that we didn't talk about last week, or one was an honorable, men- or both were honorable mentions, actually, uh, that I really want to kind of bring up and talk about. Uh, the new record, We're Still Here by the Hearst Collective. This thing is absolutely insane. It's got so many features on it, from Frank Eero to Anthony Green, Joff Rickley, uh, Mel Banana, Esquela Grind, Soul Glow. And it's a grindcore record, and it just incorporates so many other different genres within it as well. It is a fantastic listen, and I really highly recommend it, even if you don't like grindcore. Love that. Super cool. Uh, And also this Owl City record. It's called Coco Moon. I absolutely love this. Uh, I think it's one of the best records he's done. I re-listened to it again this morning. Cool. Um, It's just so good. It's a very story-based record. That kind of drives everything along. 
don't know. I just love it. It's fun. It's nostalgic. It catches yeah, me. Exactly. And you know, I, I think that that guy is super talented. I mean, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's tough, you know, when you come out and you have that like lightning in the bottle success with fireflies and then, you know, it's like, it's just kind of tough after that, you know, when you have that mainstream success mm-hmm, for sure, and you, you lose a little bit of like credibility in a way, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't have, um, mm-hmm. you know, popularity shouldn't have anything to do with credibility, but sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm excited. I just bought tickets for his tour too. Nice. Where's that playing? Yeah. St. Andrews. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It should be a nice night. Um, and then one record that we didn't talk about at all last week that just kind of flew 10 stories over my head. The new record, 10 stories high by the bouncing souls. Yeah. Classic punk band. Yeah, it, exactly. Classic, classic punk band. Um, I don't know how we lo- lost this one. It's on pure noise, right? So this is like, yeah, this is a label that we're very in, in tune with. And I love that they're putting out classic, you know, classic records. I, I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. bouncing souls have been around since the mid nineties, you know, put out classic records on epitaph. So it's, it's great to see this on pure noise and definitely, uh, you know, probably only 25, 30 minutes of your time. So listen to the record. It's, it's short and sweet. Yeah. I think it's 25. Yeah. Um, and another punk record, uh, that kind of came onto my radar after it came out is from the co-defendants, which is a side project, um, featuring fat Mike of no effects, Sam from get dead. Uh, and it's kind of interesting cause it's like, it's almost like a hip hop influenced punk record, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, a little bit like the transplants, but that's not a great comparison, but really cool. Like a lot, of, a lot of kind of um, hip hop and reggae influence on there, but also, you know, old school punk. So really, really cool record if you're looking for something different. Um, Co-Defendants. I forget what the record's called. Uh, I was just looking at it. It is called This Is Crime Wave. There you go. Yeah, it's got an orange cover. Check it out. Yeah, with a neighborhood watch poster man on it. Exactly. Perfect. You ready to get into this week, though? Let's go. How many we got? We got eight. Eight again. All right, let's go. Number eight. Rocking and rolling. Uh, so coming in at number eight, I think all of these records are going to be a lot of fun, no matter where they are on the list this week. Uh, but sometimes somebody's just got to be last. And oddly enough, this is the first album of two that are releasing on Sharp Tone this week. Uh, but it's the new record, Bones Don't Lie by Kingsman. This is a really cool new metalcore band that, you know, it takes a lot of the groovy elements from new metal, but leaves a lot of the rest that isn't to be as desired in metalcore. And I think it's a really cool blend. Agreed. Yeah. It's, it, this is one of those bands kind of in the new metal genre, but it doesn't sound like they're trying to like get on octane or anything. Mm -hmm. They're kind of, they're doing it for the love of the game. Um, and it's, it's really solid, but yeah, but if you are a fan of that, you know, kind of music or you dabble in, you know, um, bands like Three Days Grace or or uh, uh, Disturbed, something like that, that kind of metal, you might really dig this, um, especially if you're looking for something that's a little more uh, creative. I don't know. Is that is that an okay word? A little fresher. Yeah. A little fresher. Yeah. This this uh, this band's for you. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just fun. It's bouncy. It's good live music. I've seen the band live once. They're very fun. It is good. All right. Next up. Gonna go to your neck of the woods, ye old Canada. Mm-hmm. For the new record, The Love Still Held Me Near by City and Color. Spoke about Mr. Dalek's screen earlier. Yeah. This dude's just a phenomenal songwriter, right? 
He's a phenomenal vocalist as well. Um, yeah, obviously people know him best from his work in Alexis on Fire. Um, and, you know, being from Canada and us growing up together in the same, you know, same scene, mm-hmm. I remember when City and Color kind of came out and it was like this, you know, just this little thing getting like a demo, kind of like a demo tape or MP3 files getting passed around. And, you know, it was, you know, City and Color, which is City, Dallas, Color, Green. And, um, you know, it didn't take long before kind of everyone was freaking out about it. And when he put out his first album, which was just, you know, just acoustic guitar and vocals. I don't think there's any other instrumentation on it. Mm-hmm. It absolutely blew up like in a mainstream way. And it also helped Alexa on fire get even bigger. And, um, here we are, I don't know how many releases later still doing it and still just like, you know, reinventing himself with every record and, and making some, some pretty amazing, um, you know, folk, folk, influ- you know, influenced, acoustic pop music. I don't know what even what to call it, but it's good. Indeed. And I love the storytelling work. Yeah. I think it kind of just fits in on indie and you mentioned the storytelling work is what really draws me to it mm-hmm. because I think a lot of bands, they can take their song that they writ or writ that they wrote with the electric guitars, with the big drums and everything like that. And they can make an acoustic version. And sure. It sounds like a campfire song, but it kind of loses the essence of what like acoustic music is for me. And all of these songs are very story driven, which I think just it's what the genre is more there for. And so it just fits super well for me. I love it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's one to check out. It's a great, uh, a great record to put on if you're looking for something a little softer, a little more mellow. For sure. And in the same vein, we're getting another record this week that I think two peas in a pod really Uh, The new album, The Record by Supergroup Boy Genius. For those not familiar, this is Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and Lacey Dacus. Uh, Hella cool album. They dropped four singles all at once and they're all awesome. Yeah, this is really exciting. I mean, when do you get, you know, two artists, um, and I'm not really familiar with Lucy, uh, actually, but the... But you know, Julian Julian Baker and and Phoebe Bridgers, this is like prime of their career. Mm-hmm. Um, two icon, I, actual icons right now, getting together and putting this band together, and the music is amazing. This is exciting, and it doesn't happen that much in the indie rock genre. Like I can't think of a lot of indie rock supergroups, except like you know, um, uh, oh god, the name escapes me. I said it yesterday. <laughs> uh but yeah yeah i don't remember uh, it's okay um you know it, it is it's a rare thing so um this is this is exciting oh yeah i absolutely love it um i think it's it's gonna be one of those sleeper records i think where you know it's gonna come out it's gonna be a little quiet for us uh and it's gonna end up pretty high on some lists i think so too just their, just their voices together sounds so good. This is it's really really it really really cool record and uh, yeah it's it's got vibe vibe city yeah they announced a tour too I forgot about that again um, but oh they're doing a tour that's really sometimes this kind of project doesn't get much much touring you know going yeah yeah let me look it up real quick um, tour here it is um. Yeah, so they're taking out Clyro, Dijon, Bartiz Strange, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. It kind of depends on the date, right? Wow. Uh, but they're going kind of all over the place, some festivals in Europe, uh, as well as some 
dates around. They're going to Toronto, Budweiser stage there. Oh, wow. Really? Um, yeah. No That's Detroit date huge. that I can see. Crazy. Okay. Might go to Chicago. Yeah. Pretty cool tour. Very cool. Um, number five, just go in the complete opposite direction. <laughs> uh, Italian deathcore band, defamed, previously known as Drown and Sulfur, with their new EP, Black Blood. I think this band is only number five this week because this is an EP for me. Because we've got four out of six of these songs. They go so hard. I think Divinities is one of my top five songs this year so far. Every song's just an ass beater and I love it. Totally. And and they do the thing that I love when deathcore bands do where it's really just has a great, you know, sense pop sensibility to it. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's just, it's just fun to listen to. There's always like- It's got hooks. Little hooks, yeah. Little hooks here and there where you're like, oh, that's like a cool little tone, cool little sound. You know, it never just drones on and on and gets boring. You know, um, mm-hmm. similar to a band like Spite. I feel like they do that a lot, which is why they're one yep. of the best. And um, um, and Archspire too, um, you know, who are known for that. So I think this is great and I'm really excited to, to hear, you know, their upcoming full length record, hopefully whenever it's coming. Um, and yeah, man, don't sleep on Italy too, by the way. And a lot of great, great technical bands out of Italy in, in metal and punk. Yeah. It's, it's Rhapsody a city of fire. A, yeah. It's a country that doesn't get a lot of credit for, for rock, but maybe, maybe it's mm-hmm. on the up and up. Yeah, maybe it is. Who knows? I'm here for it. Okay. Number four. Going across the pond in Europe a little bit. Southampton, United Kingdom specifically, the new record, The Seventh Son by Barry Tomorrow. I think Barry Tomorrow is probably, is right up there with the just super consistent metalcore bands that don't change the wheel. You're going to have a great time live with them. Their albums are going to be fun and great bangers for the gym. Like, Fit for a King, Miss May I, In Heart's Wake, right? Just right in there. Totally. And this band is like actually really massive overseas. Um, mm-hmm. They're working on the U S I know they're coming through uh, on a tour pretty soon, which is great. And you know, you should go see them. Um, I think this is a band that really works live as well. And, uh, but man, their vocalist, mm-hmm. he's just, he's got a unique sounding voice and he's just so powerful. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's a great band. Yeah, unfortunately, like that tour is awesome because it's got Siamese on it as well. And I forget who else, but overall, it's a sick tour package. It just so happens that it's also the same date in Detroit as the current like Moss to Flames Invent Animate tour. Oh, geez. So sorry, Barry, tomorrow. Uh, that show also just got upgraded today from the shelter to St. Andrews, which is nice. Something I knew that was going to happen all the time, but. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Would have been cool if it was the shelter still, but you know, we'll take it. We'll take it. Oh, coming in at number three, going up to Seattle, Washington, one of our favorite places for new and fresh metalcore. The new record is Daydreamer by Dead Lakes. This band is one of those that's just hard to describe. Um, they are perfect blend of pop metalcore, you know, like Varsity, Dayseeker, Thousand Below, those guys. Stuff's awesome. Yeah, yeah. This this um this band is this is a debut record too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. so. This is a yeah. Get your rookie cards on this one, and I feel like this band has a chance to be like really big. Um, yeah, they've kind of got that sound, that really contemporary modern sound that I think 
is going to really resonate with people. Um, but yeah, it is hard to describe. Like there's almost some like kind of emo, like rap elements in here too. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a big boy. So get on there. Yeah. I think it's going to be super cool. It is their debut record. Um, I don't know. A lot of singles from this band, two EPs, a lot of singles. I think this will be fun though. Yep. Everybody will dig it. It's just going to be good. Love it. One of those bands that we can't talk about because it's just good. It's, it is hard to, to really describe this. I don't, I don't really know what else to say. Yeah. And just kind of stepping off a little bit more, very much in the same vein. Uh, number two, the new record Void Eternal from Nothing Nowhere. You're on this. I am. I'm a feature. Me and, uh, me and Freddie Dredd, we did a song, uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, that song. But these four singles that have been released are all absolute bangers. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because the last Nothing Nowhere record was so good. And I thought he was at his peak. Yeah. But this is even better. Um, and, and he just keeps getting, keeps reinventing himself. And, and there's no rules at all mm -hmm. with what his music can be. It's like, okay, this is a, you know, more of a hip hop based song. This sounds more like, you know, some, one of the song, singles reminded me of like, you know, older, like brand new, you know, mm -hmm. um, the one with, um, the cyanide one. I, yeah, no, no, no. Um, shit. I don't know. I forget the names. Um, memory fracture. Uh, yeah, that one, I think that one. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I was, yeah. it was, I was getting like, you know, old school kind of like, you know, pop punk emo, um, influences, but also rap, but also like mm -hmm. new metal here and there. It it's lot, you know, there's a lot of screaming on this too. So it's really, really incredible what he's done and just kind of gone from like the top of the emo, um, rap genre, like head and shoulders above everyone else to now like doing whatever he wants. And it's, yeah, it's cool. And I'm really excited to be a part of it too. So, uh, I just can't believe this is number one. Mm -hmm. Can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I kind I kind of mentioned it, uh, yesterday and I was like, I thought about this some more where I really liked trauma factory, the last record. And now looking at these songs, it felt like growing pains. And then I was kind of just thinking back and I almost think every nothing nowhere release just becomes kind of like a growing pains record for him as he just expands what he's doing constantly and is just such an eclectic and diversive writer. Mm -hmm. I think every record is just going to feel like it's expanding on the previous one from here on out. And I'm so excited for it. It's great. No, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to get the same record twice from this guy. No. And uh, that's fine because it's all quality. For sure. All right. We're going to get into the number one album of the week after this short break and you can hear all about our sponsor open your ears records and make sure you check out all their great records and releases over at oierex.com and we're back we are and you know shane speaking of oie rex we forgot to talk about it what did you think of the latest oie records release the new ep control Alt delete from sea of storms yeah it's good this band's cool. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, they're like, I guess they're, you know, the label's based in Richmond. So this, mm -hmm. this is, uh, they sign a lot of local kind of acts from, from Richmond, which is cool. I like that they kind of give back to their local scene. Mm -hmm. um, and Sea of Storm, I guess, are they're basically like a, a punk, post-punk institution there in Richmond. So um, yeah, so this is exciting. And this is really, really solid if you're into, yeah, punk rock, um, you know, a, a little bit you know, slower post-punk, um, influenced it's, it's really solid. And, um, yeah, 
let's let's blow this band up because they're really good. Yeah, I'm here for it. I love it. I think it sounds great. I think you hit the nail on the head with describing them too. It's just mm, it's never easy. It's fun. It is. It is fun. But yeah, good stuff. lots of good stuff over there. New single from our boys from Western Canada, The Burden. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're into that kind of like 2010 post hardcore metalcore, similar to maybe like Under Oath, uh, you're going to love The Burden too. So check that out. Yeah, I'd say close to that. And obviously they've got Guardrail, Guardrail yeah. House and Home, yep. Wild Truth, yep. nonstop bangers. It's good stuff. All right, I'm ready for it, Mike. What is the number one release of the week? Number one release of the week. You know, it's funny that we had to record this episode again because it is called, again, <laughs> the new record from the ongoing concept. It is really their world and we just kind of live in it. This band is off the chain, every single record. They obviously have their uh, record, what is it? Saloon, the first one, I think, right? Um, Where everything is very Western themed, which is such a strange uh, just vibe for metalcore as a whole. They also have their second record, Handmade, which is played entirely on instruments they handmade. Places, which is just recorded in strange places, right? Uh, And this record, again... All of the titles are of previous songs, and they are all not covers, not reimaginings, but small references and expansions to those songs and those ideas. And I think that that's just big brain time, and this band is really, really talented. Yeah, I mean, they're just completely different. Uh, they, they think completely outside the box. And to be honest, like musically, it's outside the box too. They're they're kind of difficult a difficult band to describe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot. It's not just a metalcore band. They have a lot of, you know, really intricate singing, and they have a lot of really cool um, technical um, guitar playing, uh, uh, and you know, some kind of you know cool little twists and turns. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this band is difficult to describe. I know this is their first record in a while, right? Did they they had a hiatus? Yeah. Uh, so they I think it's the first record in like six years. So yeah, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. I, you know, I didn't think we'd get another release from them and you know, the band's taking some time and here we are. Uh, so I'm really stoked on this. I'm probably the first thing I'm going to listen to tomorrow. Yeah. It's definitely a, one of the coolest bands and one of the most innovative uh, bands. So I now understand Mike, why nothing nowhere was number two and ongoing concept was number one. Do you, uh, Hell yeah. do you want to do a quick recap before we get into the honorable mentions? Yeah, we could do that. I think it would help the fans. I think so too. Get your pens, get your papers, write it down. Number eight. Number eight. We've got the new album, Bones Don't Lie by Kingsman. Number seven. The new record, The Love Still Held Me Near by City and Color. And six. The new record, The Record, all lowercase, no spaces by Boy Genius, also all lowercase, no spaces. <laughs> number five the new record black blood by defamed oh yeah i'm excited for that one number four new record the seventh sun by barry tomorrow three daydreamer by dead lakes number two void eternal by nothing nowhere and number one we just talked about it but say it again oh you know it's that new album again by the ongoing concept again yes say it again mike say it again it's the new record again by the <laughs> ongoing concept <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how many honorable mentions we got? I bet a boatload. We got 19. Okay. Under the 20 mark. Yeah. Right there. Perfect. Nice little amount. Uh, first one I want to talk about is a record 
that, you know, I don't feel comfortable enough bringing it in here. I don't know enough about the band, but the classic crime has a new album coming out. Yeah. So classic crime, they existed, uh, on tooth and nail records kind of in the early two thousands. They put out a bunch of records. They were, um, kind of a similar, like post hardcore, uh, emo vibe to, you know, like maybe like bands like Emery. Mm-hmm. Um, they played a lot with Emery and I think one of the mem- members of classic crime is in Emery now. Um, but that's really exciting. Yeah. If you're a fan of that kind of, you know, sound, um, definitely something you're going to want to want to check out and maybe go back and listen to their old stuff. Cause very solid. Oh, for sure. Uh, we also have a new EP from attack attack. Okay. I don't know how this is going to go. No, nobody really does. Honestly. So it's going here. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we also have a new live EP and I recommend not going on Spotify and listening to this, uh, but going to YouTube for the full audio tree live session. Uh, from Loath. They play three songs and man, they just sound great. And this band talking to each other and their direction for the band, they get it. Yeah. They they know what's going on. These guys are smart. Absolutely. Uh, they absolutely love it. Absolutely. No, one of the best. For sure. And as far as singles go, we've got a new song from Siamese on that Barry Tomorrow tour featuring Aaron Math from 1056. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, an artist that I think is like blowing up. I mean, they're going to be, I think pretty massive um, mm-hmm. this year. I think this is the year, this year of Siamese. For sure. They're Siamese dream. Hey, uh, we've also gotten a new song from shadow of intent. I listened to it this morning based on halo again, I think. And it's heavy as hell. I absolutely love it. Gotta love it. Uh, just kind of staying in the realm of heavy music, new song from worm shepherd. It's six minutes long. I think this is the best representation of Black and Deathcore out there right now. And it is just an absolute blast. Okay. New song from Cult. That's C-V-L-T-E. We love them. Little emo rap fun time. Yeah, good band. Similar to Nothing Nowhere, actually. If you are uh, if you want to go down that road, mm-hmm. it's a good one. Maybe older Nothing Nowhere, actually. We don't, we're not sure what Nothing Nowhere sounds like anymore. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I don't think we were ever even sure what Colt sounded like, but here we are. True. Maybe they'll sound different. Who knows? Yep. Uh, we also got a new single from another band with a V where it shouldn't be, Paris. Uh, I forget the name of the single, but they've announced their new record, Evergreen, and I'm very excited for that. I forget the date that it drops because I literally pre-ordered it while we were recording this and I didn't pay attention. So sorry. Good for you. Glad you did that. I want. I need the sign variant. <laughs> uh, Get it. I did. Uh, another band with a new record coming out here pretty soon that I don't know how they're still making music and haven't been shut down by Disney. Galactic Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it is crazy. You know, like how on top of that stuff they usually are. I mean, I don't know if one of their mm-hmm. parents is a lawyer or something or uh, they've found the ultimate loopholes, but it does seem like those guys must like wake up every day being like, is today the day we get the cease and desist? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> it's like, cause it's on. Knows? It's really all right on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, new single from Skywalker just to kind of stay in that realm. I guess there you go. they're a cool metalcore band, I think from Prague, but I don't remember exactly. Um, they're super fun though. Make sure you check them out. Um, that other tour I was talking about earlier, Two bands on there have new singles coming out, Current and Lake Monster Flames. The Current song is an absolute banger. 
And the Like Moss to Flames song, I like the mix. It's good. We're back. There you go. We're back. We're back. I mean, Like Moss to Flames just keeps getting better. Um, mm-hmm. in, in their old age, I don't know how old they are, but older age. Um, it's really great to see. Yeah. I think they're like my age. I don't know. I think so. Right around early 30s, maybe. I think so. I'd say so. Uh, new song from somebody a lot older. Metallica, new single this week. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the one Rob sings on as well for the first time. So That's very interesting. I, th- 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 I don't believe Metallica's ever had lead vocals from another member. No, I don't, I don't know if it's lead vocals either. I think he just sings on it. <laughs> oh. Uh, Newstead did some some backups, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Cliff Burton, I don't really remember. No, that, it's very interesting no. though. I, I like that. And maybe the songs will be an ab- absolute ass beater the last one was not was not very good yeah we're at mixed territory with how these singles are going uh two new songs from after the burial and i gotta say i'm quite disappointed there's no pinch harmonics oh yes yes big shame but you know they're still great i love a pinch love a good pinch love a good squeal yeah these songs they actually feel a little bit more mature for the band less we're going to play our guitars as hard as we can more. We're going to read some good solid metal core. And I like it. Absolutely. Uh, new single from Hollywood undead up off of their upcoming deluxe album, uh, as well as new single from boundaries. I know they just put out the album recently, but they said they had a couple songs very similar to poison pill, mm-hmm. uh, where they just didn't fit on that record and they didn't feel right putting them out. So they're dropping them now. Yeah, that's, I mean, it happens, you know, sometimes you have a couple songs on a, on a batch of a, like a record when you're recording and you're like, yeah, you know, like we, we like these songs, but maybe they're just not mm-hmm. in the scope of this particular album and what we're trying to do. Yep. So I really respect when bands don't just, just shelve them or like try to put them on the next record when they, they're honest about what they are. And if they're good, you know, put them out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, new song from Scar Symmetry. Very excited for that one myself. Cool. Um, as well as an absolute classic death metal band, Cattle Decapitation. I don't know how these guys keep getting better. They do. Yeah. I'm absolute ass beaters every time um, these days. Yeah. I'm really excited. You know, for sometimes that happens with, with age. I don't know, especially in that genre. I don't know what it is, man. They're, this band is really, mm-hmm. is really, really awesome. I mean, I feel like death metal goes one of two ways. You either get way, way better or you get way, way worse. Looking at you, Chris Barnes. <laughs> yeah cannibal corpse got way way better though oh that's true <laughs> um and last but not least for finally have the album announcement and the song first single off the record from hot milk yes do you get a chance to listen to that single i haven't listened I to it yet about this yesterday. um oh, so good i'm uh the band never misses never misses they don't they're incredible the best hot band there's a lot of good hot bands though Oh, there are. Uh, no shade to be thrown at Hot Mulligan. I love Hot them Mulligan, too. Hot Hot Heat, also a good band. Come on. Ooh. Right? Reverend Horton Heat, that <laughs> hot band. That's a hot band. <laughs> you, remember, you remember them? What else do we got? Of course. Let's see. Hot Hot Heat, Hot Chip. Hot Chip, yeah. I don't know. I'm just looking at artists on Spotify with hot in their name. Hot Chip, yeah, absolutely. Hot Chocolate. Don't know that. Hot Boys. Hot Freaks. <laughs> The hot, hot freaks. H- Imagine calling your band the hot freaks. <laughs> That's so funny. Mm. Oh, this one looks good. Hot bodies in motion. Ooh. But they're having fun. Are you sure you're still on Spotify, uh, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. It's also pulling up a lot of bands with like 
hot in the name, but it's like hotel. So you got like hotel books, right? Illuminati hotties, Neutral Milk Hotel, right? Hot Club of Detroit. That's that's where I'm going. <laughs> We've lost the plot. That's all the honorable mentions I have. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. And um, this time, my recording is still working. And I believe, Mike, is my your recording still-, still working? Okay, so this is probably going to actually be heard by some people. So thank you for tuning in. And as always, head over to Instagram. Yeah. At Slappy Slam. That's Mike's Instagram for the entire list and more. Boom. We did it. Boom. <laughs>